Welcome back to Plausible Deniability, the Star Wars story by Bad Form Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Frisch, and thank you for joining us. Super long episode today, so I'm not going to do a question of the week, but instead announce that next Monday we will be revealing what we are doing for our May the 4th festivities. So stay tuned for that because we have a couple really awesome things planned. But like I said, long episode, so I'll just go ahead and get into it. Last time on Bad Form Podcast, our heroes made it to Scipio to stop Imperial saboteurs from shutting down the international banking clan. Chan and Hadra met with a Gan Finesman who gave them a briefcase containing their orders and learned that the female ISB from previous episodes has put a large bounty on their heads. Now they head to their hotel where they will begin their surveillance of the IBC headquarters. So at the end of last time, you guys had Jabron follow the Gan Huntsman out of the bar. And that is where we had cut it. So now it's just you two staring at the bouncy puck on the table with the slowly revolving picture of both of your... I don't know. Would it be a candid shot of you guys from security cameras? Or do you think it would be mug shots? Like, have you ever been arrested by the Empire? They're not mug shots. They're head shots. And also, we started... Uh, we started this whole series getting arrested by the Empire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're actually very recent and very well done. <laughs> so at that point, we were just heading back to our hotel because we had been given the uh, our room number and we have that suitcase that the Gand gave us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He informed you about the quartermaster having set up accommodations for you within sight of the IBC headquarters. And then you have that suitcase that he warned you don't open this in public. Yeah. So I guess uh, I'll, I'll go into the hotel and look for our room. Yeah. I'm going to be just following behind you. Um, I'm going to keep my eye out now that I know that there's bounty hunters out there who do want to kill us. Yeah. Good call. (laughs) (laughs) I would have done that, but I'm just playing the character. No, you talk. Yeah. I'll watch. You look. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so um you guys get to the hotel it is like the star wars equivalent of a la quinta you know <laughs> it is just like c minus okay but uh inside there's just a little concierge area it's just a droid um honestly it doesn't even speak uh, galactic basic it just chatters at you in binary and there's like a, just a list of prompts on like a little data pad built into the desk um where it's like check in check out you know, um, check in. I'll click it. You you tap it, and then it asks for you to input your name. I I look at Sean. Um, did we discuss aliases? I'm trying to think. We probably we have to have aliases, right? Yeah, I imagine that we've got a whole menagerie of them. But we would normally, you know, on the outset of a job, pick one or be provided one. I think by by Yarek. Um, yeah, Tim, um, I think if our hotel was booked ahead of time, then we would be given what names to check in under. Oh, so you I know think what? you need to wait, What's up? Ben. I think we would have been provided that by Q probably if we went Uh huh. and we didn't. So maybe we realize that oversight <laughs> and just, yeah. uh, make it up as we go, <laughs> I guess. Okay. 
Um, Do you want to throw out your favorite alias and just see if it's there? Yeah, no, not my favorite. I'm not going to waste that. <laughs> One second, I'm picking my... I'm going to my document full of different aliases. Wait, you pull out a data pad in front of this droid and start looking at names? Oh, no, yeah. Um, Colin is, not Hodra. Oh. Hodra's <laughs> doing it mentally. And uh, um, I'll type in uh, Harkle Wolfen. A, I'm not going to spell it for you. You don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to spell it for me because you type it in correctly for the alias that you yeah. have used on occasion. Exactly. And it just screen double flashes red and says no entries found uh i i look back at at sean i think these might be under a name um the box then i gesture at the the briefcase i'm gonna look around and go to like a corner and open it up all right, so inside there is a small little flimsy data pad. Doesn't look like it's good for much. It's mostly just for, you know, passing messages and communication um, with a note on it. Uh, but the thing that catches your eye first, Chon, is that tucked inside of it and slightly disassembled so it would fit is your E11S sniper rifle. I'm going to quickly pull the data pad out and close the case and uh, start looking through it, see if there's any mention of names we should have used. Yeah, there's only like one file really that's been new and added to it, other than all the base software, and it's a note from the quartermaster. Yeah. Well, scanning through it, does it say anything that would help us right now? Well, he addresses you as Dear Hadra and Chan. Uh. Hope that the mission goes well. Enjoy your new equipment for it. I hope it helps. Q. I'm still, uh, I think, kind of keeping keeping guard a little bit at, while you were opening the suitcase, and now as you're reading it, I'll just kind of, uh, uh, what's the what's the word? Well, uh, no mention of nicknames or aliases. Um, we can you go through. Mean... We might be set up under our actual names morons and I'll walk over and just type in H-A-D and hope it auto-populates. <laughs> oh, it auto-populates and immediately selects it because there's no other Hodger in the system. <laughs> yeah. Um, I exhale exasperatedly. Mm. And there's also a note in it that says with guest Chan and it, it doesn't have his last name either, so I didn't just forget it. We No, it does have both your last names. It's Hadrid Zianagil and then Chan. Chandra Ventura. Whoa. Ventura. One more time. Chandra Ventura. Oh, just Tora? My full name. Okay. Ventura. All right, so the droid just reaches under the desk and pulls out two little RFID sort of key cards and just is holding them straight out in front of it doesn't even seem like it knows you're there it's just this is what it's been programmed to do all right i i grab on my hand one to chan we really need to uh figure this out i know we're underfunded but this is ridiculous i don't know if that's our fault or commands that's <laughs> i do <laughs> and it's not us Based on previous missions, you guys do know that the quartermaster will normally set up accommodations like this. 
Oh, so, it's the quartermaster. The guy who gave yeah. us road flares and a, a folding box knife. Yeah, he's the bastard man. That has proven very useful on multiple occasions, I will add. Not so the then, flares, but the knife. So then based on that, um, that data pad note, he's sent some other stuff in that suitcase. Oh, yeah, sorry I didn't mention it, but there was two nondescript boxes inside that one says Chan, one says Hadra on it. So a couple more packs of road flares. <laughs> it depends on if you roll poorly on my little list of 20 items. What oh, do we have no. to roll to get a road a flare? A D20. You have to roll a 17 to get road flares. Oh, it's a D20? Uh, let me figure I out can how roll to do that on my app. <laughs> I can roll I a D20 for okay. you. Oh, you got it? Wow. Shake my phone like a grown man. Seven. Hey, can you turn the volume up so I know that it's rolling? Yeah, here, let's uh, let's really get a nice audioscape going for you. Oh, I forgot how much I hate it. <laughs> but, but you rolled a seven. Yep. Um, well, actually, hang on. Before we open up the boxes, let's get you guys into the hotel room first. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we right. just got excited. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's not a high rise by any means. So there's maybe six floors and you guys are on the fourth one. And you get off the elevator and just a dingy hallway. Most of the lights are working. And you know that your room is located all the way at the end of the hall and then on the right. Um, I think just we keep following the hall until we get to the room. Yep, I'm right behind you. Yep, nothing uneventful, nothing out of the ordinary. Um, you guys you know, hit the little pad with your key cards. It opens up uh, inside. There are thankfully two twin-size beds, but maybe that's not big enough for Chan. I don't know. I have to like pull out the trundle and screech it up against it. <laughs> I was waiting for Ben to tell me how big he was. <laughs> I don't need to. <laughs> I've already told you every session how big I am. <laughs> I just wanted you to have a I'm good a chance monster. for it. I'm sorry. But yeah, you guys get to, you know, looking around the room. There's a bathroom. There is no kitchenette. There is a mini fridge. Uh, little screen to I go to the mini the fridge. I go to the there's nothing inside it. Q failed us again <laughs> and then there's a window that's you know it's still a nicer city so it's probably four feet wide and five feet tall you know it takes up most of that wall section on the corner of the building and it just has a straight shot down one of the side streets towards the IBC headquarters for this section of the galaxy. Um, I'm going to calm uh, Ja Barone again and say, uh, Ja, uh, change a mission. What's the uh, name of the you hotel? You get two clicks at? back. <laughs> what? Damn it. What does that mean? <laughs> we still didn't establish that. I think two no, clicks. Let's, mean- like, for the record, all right, you guys did kind of talk about what you thought it meant. Yeah. With each and other. I believe. Well, I mean, John might have been listening in. Oh, yeah. True. Fair. And you guys said that one means okay and two means danger or I can't talk. Yeah. Damn it, Ja. Wait, how many times did he click? Two. He clicked twice. And that means yes? No, Colin. <laughs> I see what you're doing, but no. <laughs> I was worried that Ben and I wouldn't get to make fun of you as much. 
or like just mess sorry anyway yeah <laughs> poor jaw no i heard what your subconscious said colin <laughs> <laughs> i'm really worried like about I'm... jaw that's the thing even though we're recording remotely, I can still feel the looks that Colin and I are giving to each other. While exactly. We're... Like, I'm still turning I to my left. I never send any looks, okay? <laughs> well, maybe... I play it straight. I play it from the heart. You guys take advantage of it. Did you ever think maybe that's the problem? Okay, so I see that he clicks twice. I, oh. And I try to calm Lash. Uh, it rings for a couple of times, but then uh, the comm link opens up and you hear her voice kind of distant, just going like, wait, hang on. And then you hear the comm unit get picked up and then she fully, clearly now says, uh, yeah, what's it? what is it? Are you busy right now? Well, I'm just finishing up getting the supplies for me and Ja. Good. Um, Lash, the hotel to the south of the IBC headquarters. I want you to keep an eye out and let us know if anybody comes in who looks suspicious. We're being tailed by bounty hunters. Why are we being tailed by bounty hunters? It's not because of me, is it? No, no. Um, oh, okay. Looks like the uh, the Empire put a, put a bounty out on us. Yeah, I mean, it's been a couple weeks. I just assumed it would kind of like fall apart, but I guess it's more than just a series of scientists that we're hunting, I guess. Can you do it or not? Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, I got it. Um, where's Jaw so I can give him this this stuff that I got? I got two clicks back on the communicator. I think he's dealing with something. Okay. No, okay. I'll do Overwatch. I'm sure Jaw can handle it. You can hear her kind of, like, grinning as she's saying that. You can hear me frowning, like, yeah, I'm sure. It's like, um, I'll, I'll go ahead and just keep his gear with me. Um, when, when he pops back up, just send him over my way. I'll give you my coordinates once once he gets back. Will do. Rock two out. Then she hangs up as well. I look over at you nervously and say, I'm I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. La- what could have possibly happened? The hunt. And plus, you guys got goodies. Oh, do we both realize that suddenly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's you fine. You both look over at the bed and on there is just the large case that... You know, has been unlocked, but is still latched closed now. Well, we could find out what we what we got. You, uh, you first. Okay. The uh, I'll pop the uh, suitcase open and open one of the specialized boxes. Yeah. So go ahead and roll me a d twenty, and then depending on what you get, determines what 15. item from this list is. I rolled a fifteen. You got a data breaker. Ooh. Okay. What's that do? Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right, Ben. I'm going to be nice to you again. Okay. Your two choices of data breaker, because now that I'm looking at, you know, the full list, there are two of them. There is either the Black Ops data breaker or the Outlaw Tech data breaker. <gasps> okay. Which would you prefer? You know. Oh, I had to pick a... Uh... Black Ops, 100% Black, obviously. Yeah, I'm tactical. <laughs> All right, it's actually in the core rulebook, page 193. What's it What's it do? Add two boost dice to computers checks for slicing computers. Add one boost die to opponents attempting to locate the data breaker location. So the data breaker is a brute force tool used by slicers to hack into most computer, computer systems system and make, and it, make easier. it easier to... 
find sought Stop it, Colin. Inform, information. <laughs> Tired of getting well, scolded. That does sound like a very like Chon way to go about it, like brute force. So yeah, yeah he picked sense. it because it says brute force, right? <laughs> He's like, oh, that that's a Chon thing. I mean, the ways of the quartermaster are mysterious and <laughs> unknown. The man's mind is a labyrinth. <laughs> but if we have to break into the uh, IBC headquarters, then might be good. Good job, Tim. Yeah, no, nah, definitely help a lot. You made a good An list. An actually useful item. Even though you still put <laughs> I road added flares more on there. Oh, and there's also just box full of spice. That's mine, or that's also there? It's also there. Let's hope you don't roll it. Unless, do you want to keep your seven from before, Colin, or would you like to re-roll? Yes, because it's not... Unless you change the numbers, it's not going to be <laughs> flares. Well, road flares is 17. Okay. So if you re-roll, you could get road flares. No, I'll stick on seven. Stick on seven? Yep. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. Don't do this to me. No, it, it's it's the it's the thing. If if uh, In game shows, if you have three doors to pick from, you pick one, and then you always change on the second one, because then your chances are 50-50. I know there's a 20-sided die, but it sounds no, better. No, 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 wait, wait. But I thought it was the other way around. I thought you never change. No, you always change. Or else it becomes a quarter. Oh, fuck. I don't remember, man. No, you always change because then your chances are (laughs) 50-50 after the third door is gone. Like I said, Uh, it doesn't apply because he's a 20-sided die. And also, I know one of them is worse, but I have a pretty good And you know that one of them is drugs. Yeah, but I don't know. But you don't one. know which one is drugs. All right, I'm seven changing. Could be drugs. I'm changing. Oh, uh, you sure? Yeah, you convinced Shh. me, you ass. I don't know, man. Seven's pretty cool. You you convinced me. Maybe don't change then. Ben, I don't <laughs> need this from you. I'm, for those listening, it's very fun to know that for several years, every year for Ben's birthday, we would go to a casino and actively gamble, and this is basically what it was like. B- because you guys were having fun and I would just drink? Uh, <laughs> no. The inspiration for Garrett Ga came from those events because Colin wouldn't gamble or drink. No, he wouldn't gamble. I would drink. He would drink and you and would then follow, follow the-, the money carts. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, and was somehow never arrested. I mean, it was this small town Bible Belt casino. Like, no one gives a shit. Yeah, <laughs> we can cut this. <laughs> this might be too open of a window into our lives. No, I think it's perfect. <laughs> All right. Um, Hadra Denegil, hearing the uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire music in your head, is that your final answer? Seven. Yes. You have received... Three surveillance taggers. Oh, cool. All right. If only we had put one on jaw. Yeah, I know. Next time we'll just stick him on. (laughs) Right in the middle of his forehead. (laughs) Tell tell me about a a surveillance tagger. These small, less than three centimeters across, beacons are commonly placed on their targets via darts or other surreptitious means where they use adhesion or magnetism to stay affixed. Once in place, they rely, or sorry, they relay information such as location, direction, and rate of movement to the user, making them invaluable for tracking an unwitting foe. 
The most expensive models can relay information through obstructions over dozens of kilometers, while the cheaper ones uh, from other companies tend to have much shorter broadcast ranges and can be blocked by large buildings or thick masses of rock or metal. See, now that's, so that's spy stuff. Which one do we have? <sighs> Fine, you have the expensive models. Yes! The force was with you. So then it's a dart? Can be fired from a gun? Like, yeah, let's say that, like, starting off, they're sort of, like, football-shaped. And if you fire them, like, the back half propels the front half. Or you can just twist it off and then just, you know, snap the fr- front half onto whatever you're trying to do. So you can either shoot it or place it. That's cool. I like that. Can it be sticky? It's Star Wars, baby. It can be sticky and magnetic. Oh, yes. And uh, you said there's three of them, right? Mm-hmm. There's okay. three of them. All right. Cool. I like it. Finally something good for once. Yeah. I'm okay with this, and I'll I'll take them and I'll I'll pocket them. All right, um, I'm gonna start setting up so we can so we can keep an eye on the IBC headquarters. Uh, what do you want to do? Right, right. We're just we're good with Jaw, right? He's he's safe. We don't need to worry about him. I'm sure he was following the Gand, and the Gand didn't say he was a threat, and I believe him. <laughs> I mean, if anything, he's like subcontracted to the Re- or New Republic, so you know. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. Yeah, I'll, uh, as you, I imagine you're going to start, like, building out your gun, right? Yeah, I'm going to move, like, one of the, uh, just, like, one of the end tables in the room and set up a chair in front of it and have the gun, um, fully assembled. And I'm looking down the scope, just kind of checking out who's coming and going from the banking clan headquarters. But as you're setting up, I'm kind of leaning against the window and, and looking out. Um, I'm gonna. I don't know if we should look for like other vantage points that don't have our name on them. That's true. Or at least have like a backup kind of plan. So I'm gonna look around for something like that that seems <laughs> more optimal. Whether it's another hotel or just like a especially yeah. empty rooftop. Um, I imagine we could just get on the roof of this building. Oh, or you yeah, could. actually. Yeah, I'll go check that out then. If you keep an eye out on the on the building for now. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll go check the rooftop. See if we can't get away from the room with our names on it. Yeah, just keep your comms open. I turn around and walk out. Yeah, you exit into the hall. Um and uh as luck would have it, you guys are on the side of the hallway that has the emergency fire escape or you know, fire stairwell that you assume has access to the roof at the top. Yeah, I'll try to make my way to the fire escape then. There is a fire alarm attached to the push bar. Um, let me look at my character sheet <laughs> really quick. Because <laughs> I can't yell at it, I assume. It's not a droid. No, you cannot impress the fire alarm. <laughs> uh, let's... You know what? I'm going to try to... Uh, is it... Is it something I could bypass? Points. Oh, we do. Don't we? That might be worth it just to not set it uh-huh. off. Yeah. I. <laughs> so I look down and, and it's there. Um, or I could just start a fire. 
I mean, then it's easy to put out and they know it's a safe, right? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Colin, you're wrong. Okay, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll use Colin, it. Colin, this is God. Don't do that. <laughs> I'll flip a destiny point then. Um, just to, to say that it someone has already obviously in an attempt to go up to the roof and smoke spice or something kind of no, bypassed yeah, like you, it. For the for the destiny point, you get more than just opening a door. Sweet. You open the door and you are struck in the face with the smell of spice being currently smoked at the stairwell just beneath you. And you see a couple of Aqualish down there just like turn their heads like really quickly and they're like juvenile aged. Right? <laughs> so they're essentially teenagers. Okay. Um, but they are wearing hotel uniforms um, and they look like room service attendants. And, like, one of them, like, starts trying to smoke his faster and turns around and, like, flicks it down the middle of, like, the stairwell. And the other one just drops his and, like, stomps it out real quick. And they just, like, start coughing through their, like, weird spider tusks. <laughs> I mean, there's no... I don't earn anything for messing with them, right? But it... Oh, it sounds fun. I'm I'm just, like, serving them up, Colin, oh, you're on, just as a giving gift them to, to me. To, all right, all right. I'm gonna yell freeze. <laughs> <laughs> all right, give me your best Hadra freeze. <laughs> well, why do you assume it's a Hadra freeze and not one of my mini aliases? Oh my god! I'm kidding. It's a it's a Hadra <laughs> freeze for sure. Oh, I was so excited. <laughs> I'm not. I'm even remotely confident enough in this voice to do another voice layered over that. Um, yeah, that will freeze. One of them just like almost like it's a hardwired instinct. Just like puts his head down, spins on his hands or on his feet rather, facing the wall, and just puts his hands up like he's ready for the pat down. And the other one is just like, no, we weren't doing anything. It's fine. I we were just leaving. I draw my blaster. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, I'll slowly walk down the stairs hold, with my blaster trained on them the whole time. And uh go <laughs> I I imagine you know who I am. No, I have, I have no idea. Oh no. Really? You don't know or you're just too high to remember. I'm so sorry. I know. I don't know. I'll uh crouch down grab the <laughs> um what is it actually is there like, it's like a spider fur <laughs> i mean the the one they put out oh okay yeah, yeah no it's just a little little tiny joint of just really low quality alpha bush spice yeah so i'll i'll pick it up um i'll kind of turn it over in my hand and then i'll pull out a lighter <laughs> And just, you know, wait for them to react slowly. Oh, my God. Well, hang on real quick. Let's paint that scene because, oh, my God, (laughs) you're just, you have a gun out, right? Uh Uh-huh. And then you, who look like the devil, in this probably dark sort of access stairwell, just, like, crouches down over him, grabs his smooshed up joint, puts it in your mouth, and just lights it, and the light of the lighter just lights up your face. The one who's sort of like shaking and like pressed up against the wall, you start to hear the telltale jingle of credits in his pocket, 
right as you take the hit on that nasty roach and boy is that spice not good <laughs> i'll go <coughs> really and i'll flick it at the back of his jacket stand up <laughs> again there's a sound i know and i'll reach into the pocket that i think it's coming from try to just grab a handful really quick and threateningly there's probably more in there but you do pull out like 300 credits <laughs> what's a couple of bellboys doing with this much <laughs> i'll start start we, looking through and counting we were asked to take a break i'm sorry i'm sorry and asked by whom we didn't ask the humans so military types and he just sort of like shrugs before he puts his hands behind his head and starts cowering some more hmm. how long ago was this uh, 15 minutes not, not long no the 15 minutes huh well i guess your break's yeah. over then oh okay as they're pulling each other up you do see that one more little stairwell down so onto the fifth floor or third floor where you guys are on the fourth there is like a sort of hover trolley that has refreshments and towels and things like that on it and the guy runs down grabs it starts to pull it back up the stairs picks up his friend and then they go back through the door using the key card on it uh before they, they don't as they pass me i'm gonna go uh, 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 and uh hold my hand out for the for the rest of the credits to see if they'll uh they'll cough it up yeah he looks down and just reaches into his coat pocket and drops in the remaining 200 credits i i take it pocketed and then go thank you boys hey be safe point at them and wait for them to leave the stairwell they are trying to leave as fast as they possibly can um you see them go up to your floor and they use the key card on the door leading into your hallway so they obviously don't know that it's broken and then they open the door and then they walk through and the door closes cool um i will head up to the the roof from here but i'll go ahead and calm chan and just like tell him everything that just happened yeah well no (laughs) actually i'm gonna withhold to sound cool um I'll just say, uh, we've got some new intel. <laughs> Already? What happened? Yeah. Uh, apparently there were two, uh, human or near humans trying to, uh, get into the room earlier. Imperial? Um, judging by the kids who told me, maybe, maybe not. Do you know if they got in? I don't. All right. Stay safe. And I'm going to drop the comm and get up and start slowly scanning the room and then checking behind lights and in the closets for any sort of listening device or anything like that that may have been planted. Yeah, go ahead and give me a medium perception check. Um, Go ahead and take a boost die because thanks to the destiny point, you know, causing a chain reaction, we'll go ahead and say that, you know, if someone had been in here, they wouldn't have had a lot of time, so any signs would be pretty obvious. To someone as well-trained as Chon. One failure, one advantage. Alright, you don't spot any listening devices or surveillance equipment, but you do see that the carpet's been scuffed up by what seems to be 
four pairs of feet. Uh, they look pretty military in, in cut, almost uniform. Hmm. What should I do from there? My thought is just get out. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or so I'm just gonna... Don't you want to check under the bed first? <laughs> I'm joking. There's not four men under okay. the bed. Okay. I would hope not. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing we could do is uh, try to use it to our advantage. Like assume mm-hmm. there's some kind of auditory or visual surveillance in there. And, uh, you know, give them whatever information we want. Yeah. Whoever it is. <laughs> so I come back over over the the communicator with you and just go, uh, I'm going to head back to the ship for a minute. Um, meet me there when you can. Sounds good. Yes. And I'll hang up and I'll start quickly uh, disassembling my rifle and putting it back into that suitcase, closing it, walking out the door, and I'm going to go through the lobby and head straight for the IBC building. Oh, bold one. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and say that with the uh, two cases containing your goodies removed from it, the bag has sort of a way to you know strap itself down so it's a little bit slimmer, mm-hmm. lower profile, and it's not nearly as heavy as it was originally, and let's just say it's got a shoulder strap, so it's easy to carry okay sweet uh do you want to con- go back to hadra for a minute because i want to base what i do off of him yeah totally but i will say if he makes it to the roof i want him to see me not going to the ship i want him to see me going straight yeah. for that's the what IBC i was gonna say is that's the first thing he would do i think is look for you <laughs> because you know i would never let you go back to the ship alone <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah God, we get each other. Yeah, just guy stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, no, Hadra, as long as there wasn't anything else you were wanting to do, you can get to the roof. No issues. The lock on the door on the roof has been drilled out, but, you know, you probably know how that happened now. Yeah, yeah. I'll still uh, be cautious about opening it. But, uh, yeah, just head on out peek over the edge assuming nothing happens nope you don't see anybody up here um but while you're up here go ahead and give me a perception check okay um let me pull up my app and my character sheet perception is cunning okay how hard hard difficulty three okay so it's a uh, a threat and a triumph. As you're looking over the edge, you hear the sound of feet rapidly approaching from behind you. Okay. And it sounds like someone is pretty light on their feet, sprinting right at you. I quickly turn around. No, oh, yeah. So you you see a female form sprinting at you, wearing. It is whitish, grayish sort of looking armor that's very close-fitting with lots of utility pouches and pockets. It's very sleek looking, and there is a helmet that's covering the head. All right, well, I'll uh, draw my blasters and uh, freeze. As you turn, let's say, like, because, like, the winds on Scipio are just, like, 
a lot, you know, you kind of had the collar of your hood back up again, and whoever this was was running at you from behind, so as you turn and draw your pistols, like, they just, like, start trying to skid to a halt and throw their hands up, and they just go, Hodger, Hodger, wait, 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 wait! <laughs> okay, who's this? And I, uh, I pull my, my blasters up. She, she takes off the helmet, and it is Lash, who has been on the roof, keeping an eye on things from the coordinates that Sean had told her about. It's me! Oh, very Remember cool. I was going to get something warmer? Not really, but uh, it works. Congratulations. I'll I mean, it's the best I could find. <laughs> I holster my uh, my blasters. And, uh, and why were you running at me silently like death? <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard someone come out onto the roof... And I looked over, and I see a hulking, imposing figure with the collar up on their robes. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't see the horns, and I don't try to profile like that, so I just, you know, just, just knock them out. Not kill them. Oh. Well, we're all growing as people, I guess. Um, Check it out, and I'll point it, Sean. Um, this sounded like there was a reason to be following him quickly, though. Um... He said to join him at the ship, and he is not going to the ship. No, he's sort of just going straight to the IBC building. You don't think he's going to storm it by himself, do you? She turns and looks at you and then just, like, opens her eyes a little bit wider, like, I don't know, and then puts her helmet back on. (laughs) Well, I imagine you're faster than me. You want to jog ahead? Real quick, um, as she's putting her helmet back on, you see her clip something onto the edge of the building. And as you're taking a look at her equipment up closer, you see that it is very expensive, and you guys didn't give her any money. She's resourceful. Yeah, she's a street rat. She did remind me that I have a uh, grab shoot, though. Well, oh, yeah. she holds out like a hook on a section of her utility belt, like, hook on? Okay. <laughs> I take it and I hook it to my my belt. Yeah, and so she just repels off the edge of the building and gives a little whoop and you can tell that she might be a little bit of an adrenaline junkie because you guys are going in between the hotel and the high rise next to it that's a few floors taller, just fast roping down into the alley. Am I an adrenaline junkie? <laughs> that's a you question. I think I'm going to roll a resilience to see okay. <laughs> how how adrenaline filled am I I mean it is six stories up so so six die up <laughs> let's say <laughs> no we'll go at hard let's make it medium with a setback because of the wind okay and you know it's like the sort of repelling down a building like where you're basically running on the edge of the building facing the ground um, I got a, a failure, two failures actually, and an advantage. So I don't <laughs> like it. I definitely don't like it. <laughs> but that being said, I, I know that I've got my, my grab shoot. So if it goes really wrong, I'm not going to die. I think when you both go over the edge and we see your face just make the realization that you might have made a terrible mistake that's when we hard cut to Chan sort of walking through the street (laughs) yeah I like that so do I see when I walk into the uh, IBC 
Um, it's pretty late in the evening. Um, so I'll say that, you know, it's getting close to closing time, like for the, this like sort of section of the bank. I don't think we're at like where the council of five meet, you know, like where, uh, Padme goes to with Clovis. Mm-hmm. I think this is more just like where the actual big busy work gets done, not the corporate stuff. Mm-hmm. If that makes some sense. So it, it's essentially, you know, at the very front of it, just a bank sort of setup. Uh, you do see most people are leaving the bank. There's a few more people inside. It's just a very large, almost like brassy sort of floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more of like a amber tones and things like that instead of white marble like our banks are. Is um, there um, like a dedicated receptionist that like isn't? Yeah, no, I'll go ahead and say like off to the side, there's an elevator with a receptionist next to it where, you know, workers who are further inside the bank and have duties outside of, you know, just basic transferring of credits can go to access the rest of the building. Whereas out here, for the most part, this sort of reception hall just has tellers in like a sort of ring around a circular section of okay. the building. And then on one side is the elevator with the receptionist. Okay. Well, I want to go up to the receptionist, uh, put the briefcase on the, on just the counter area and say, um, excuse me. My name is, uh, commander Yark of the new Republic. I'm here to discuss, uh, budget cuts and, uh, uh, fund allocations with, uh, <laughs> with the five <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it is council of five yeah with the council no a core five core five with the core five it's a mune male sitting behind the desk he is just reading something on a data pad and halfway through you talking he just like looks up at you and goes I'm sorry. You're going to have to repeat yourself. You wish to see the core five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, now that I have my my little spiel, I'm going to stand up a little bit more confident. Yes, I am Commander Yarick uh, with Intelligence Command of the New Republic. I have a meeting with the core five about our budget. Um, as you finish your more confident version of the speech... Um, he just sort of looks back down at his data pad and just holds his hand out and just says, credentials, please. I will start patting my pockets. Um, hey, Colin, what should I do? I'm not there, bud. I know. I'm asking <laughs> you to help me not be stupid right now. Well, I don't know how quick we're going with Lash's uh, Lash's. <laughs> escape deal but i think you you know the same way that i have instincts based on spending so much time with you for for cool tactical stuff i think you've got a couple instincts for me and it's whenever you don't know what to do just look for someone with more authority right that immediately makes everyone around you feel lesser than you right you're more important if you can get someone more important out there yeah Fuck, I should have, I should have said I was the ambassador for you, but then you walk in and you're Yarek. Damn it. <laughs> well, Yarek can have a boss. So in fact, I'm gonna, he does. I'm going to probably. hesitate and um, look around and see you walk into the building and go, Ah, General Dodonna, quickly, <laughs> to me. Also... 
point of order, I assume, Colin, that when you saw Chan walking towards the IBC and when you and Lash both realized it, oh my god, I think he's going in, that you jogged to catch up to Chan? Yeah, yeah. So we get a shot of you just like busting in through the doors, just going, <gasps> oh, oh, and then and, um, Lash jogging in behind you and like offering you her arm to support you. Yeah, I yeah, go, uh, uh, I, well, I uh, guess also it's nice that Lash is coming in decked out, clearly some weird spec ops shit. Mm-hmm. That Very, the- you know, similar in seriousness to Chan's get up. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to double over, just kind of lean and just, uh, general, um, uh, yes. Yes. Uh, I thought I was the only one who was late quickly. Come, come, come <laughs> of, here. Of course, I'll wipe my chin and uh, kind of start Lash, walking Lash over. Says, I'm, I'm. She cuts you off and says, "I'm so sorry." Uh, and she pauses and is like looking at you, Chan. It's fine, you know, Yarik, Commander Yarik could never be mad at you. Yeah, I will. You know, it's my first time out here. You know, supporting you and the general and I. Asian, now Asian. go easy. Um, you're, you're all right. <laughs> I'm going to look back to the, the mune and just say, I'm, I'm, <laughs> this actually isn't my proposal. This is General Dodonna's here. Uh, he can fill you in on the rest and why it's very important that we get going now. And I imagine you can tell I don't have a lot of time to spare. I'm not feeling well. Um, let's make it quick, please. Hearing the word general, you know, he actually does put his data pad down and looks up and he sees your very official and fancy looking robes and they've got that huge rebel insignia blazoned on the shoulder Mm -hmm. on that section of armor and he says well i'm i'm sorry but uh meeting with the core five i i he's like checking like on the desk data pad the actual one not his entertainment and it's like i don't see any meetings coming up or anything was this scheduled through a different wait 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 what is your clearance level clearance level i I'll turn disappointedly to Chan. Uh, You're just giving information out to anyone now, huh? My my apologies, General. I'm I'm sure we can sort this out. I'm I'm gonna go sit down. <laughs> just seem as exasperated as possible. Lash follows you and stands next to you at attention. Um as you keep talking to her, I'm just going to say, if you, yeah. if you don't know anything, get to your boss. My apologies, but um, we're going to need to speak to someone with a little more authority. I'm sure your head of security could sort this out. Looking at you finally and actually like taking notice of you and looking up and down at your armor and looking over at Lash and her armor and the words general and commander and agent finally start to spin some wheels in his head. And he goes, oh, um, yes, let me, let let me get my manager here. Follow me. That's more like it. And I'll wave you two over from wherever you're sitting. uh, Stand up with Lash's help and and follow you. Immediately (laughs) offers you her arm. (laughs) And again, there, grandpa. (laughs) And again, I apologize for all of this. This is uh, new to us as well. Don't apologize, Andy. Commander. It makes you look weak. And I'll walk past you to get closer to the man <laughs> as we follow him. 
Yes, General. Yeah, well, the elevator's right there, so he just calls the elevator, doors open up, and he steps inside and positions himself next to the buttons, and it's going to be a tight fit. (laughs) I'll stand behind him, um, and once I'm out of his eyesight, I'm going to give Chan a thumbs up and go, just mouth, nice. (laughs) I'm very proud. I never get to do this part, so I think I'm just kind of got a giggle smile going. Yeah, you're like you're a little flush, whatever that yeah. looks like for a green person. And yeah, <laughs> the uh, moon receptionist just pushes for the next floor up button, and it's the doors close, and it's going to be a very short ride up to the next floor. I don't know if you guys were going to murder him or something. No. Okay. No. So, I, outside of this game, all I'm here for, and I'm sure there was an easier way to do this, because this isn't that much, I just want to plug in um, my data breaker into a computer and try and access a live feed of all of the security cameras and leave it there um, so that way I can constantly be switching through security feeds elsewhere. That's great. Um, can you communicate that to Lash and myself? Uh, I will find a way to, yes. Because <laughs> I think we can do that pretty easily. I'm I'm confident in our abilities. Yeah. Okay, Here, okay let me throw yeah. out an idea to you. If you just like put a two fingers up to your ear and just go, wait, I'm sorry, I'm getting something from Rebel Command, and then you close the helmet, and then you just tell Lash and uh, Hadra through his earpiece. I like that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's cool. pretty good. I would uh, also like to establish that they are noise-canceling helmets just for for future use. Yeah, that's, that's, that's badass. Oh, no. I mean, if he can, like, you know, generate atmosphere in it, I'm pretty sure it's yeah. got that. And then Lashes is pretty fucking nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm going to put my hand on the, 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 the mute shoulder and go, I apologize. I have a call I must take and I slide the helmet and it quickly closes around my face and I begin to speak to the two of you standing in the elevator okay I didn't think we'd make it this far um I have the data breaker in the suitcase my plan here is to plug in get access to the security footage so we can uh, have a constant live feed anywhere on planet so what you two need to do is get me to a computer lash speaks up and says should we warn the munes about what's going on i shake my head no i'm not sure where the munes loyalty lies well if you got a data breaker then maybe you can also check and see if anyone's been trying to access their systems from the outside if someone else was trying to break in like the saboteur team good call that's why we're here. I at nod that, yes. <laughs> at that moment, that's when the you hit the next floor and the doors open up and you just see a very large series of like cubicles essentially set up and it just seems like a you know low level busy work worker large area. Uh, there's a little break room off to the right hand side and the immune receptionist steps out, sort of blocks you guys from going outside the elevator and just like points and sort of short bows and says if you could just come over here into the reception area um, I will 
get the day manager reception I, I cut him off we're we're trying to get to security friend are you not the one to help us I am a receptionist. Please let me get my day manager. Receive us and take us where we need to be. We don't have a lot of time. Normally, people outside of the banking clan are not allowed, you know, into the main area of our offices. I pull out my data pad and start making notes. What are you making notes about? Nothing. No, stop it. What does that say? (laughs) I continue making notes and I will not let him see it. He reaches over to grab the top of the data pad to pull it down. <laughs> wow. I let Sean handle that. Before he can even touch the data pad, I'm crushing his hand with mine. And the other hand, I hit the button on my helmet, revealing my face again. Please do not touch the general. Ow, ow, ow. And I'll, I'll audibly, as I'm typing, say, hmm, attempted assault. His fingers are like crooked and in pain and sort of like trying to move. And eventually he just gets one index finger to point towards the opposite side from where the little uh, rec room was. It's like, please follow me this way. I let go of his hand. I will say you do hear a little click and you look over at Lash and you see her take her hand off of a knife that she has attached to her armor. I shake my head violently like absolutely not. What do you what the fuck is she doing? I shake my head, yes. <laughs> and I will follow, but step in between Lash and the Mune. Yeah, all the office workers pay you guys absolutely no attention, um, which is very surprising considering your get-up, but they're all just busy, you know, just stuck in their work trying to work and get the job done for the day so they can all go home. And further down the way... Uh, there is a room that it's marked security. Um, it's got a heavier door on it than the rest of the building, and the mean receptionist presses the open button on it and walks inside, and it is the security chief's office. I'm going to uh, look at Sean. Um, I remember what the the slicer thing looked like, right? Yeah, the, the, the data, data spike, breaker. Yeah. Data breaker. Um, it's just one one piece. Yeah, I think so. I'm picturing it like an external hard drive. Okay. That yeah. I just plug into something and it. I can leave it there so it can continue to work. Yeah. That makes the most sense to me. Yeah. So I'll uh I'll gesture for him to uh, take the lead. Yeah. As you walk into the room, um, it is pretty opulent but still very utilitarian so there's a lot of shiny surfaces and it's still that sort of like warm amber color that the rest of the building has had so far Um, but there is a a rack on one wall that does have a slug thrower on it it's like a riot gun though sort of thing just like on the wall with a little plaque underneath it in arabesh that says peacekeeper and uh (laughs) It's a mune that has somehow managed to grow a full beard. <laughs> well, so he's definitely been around since the uh, since the war, right? He was he was uh, CIS for sure. Yeah. Technically, the uh, IBC was uh, neutral. Well, air quotes. Technically, yeah. 
So is the techno union. Uh, behind his desk, you see a wall of monitors where there are cameras that are spaced throughout the bank in different areas, and some of them are switching. Um, also, uh, there is another security officer, just a regular guard, who's in here speaking with the security chief. And uh, his desk is pretty large, but there's not a lot on it. Just a data pad, you know, uh, nothing nothing too out of the ordinary that would draw your attention. But it just looks like the office of someone who takes their job very seriously. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to grab our, our guide by the shoulder and squeeze and say, thank you for your help. You can be on your way now. Oh, um, yes. Uh, right away. And he just walks and out I that will... room real fast. I was going to say, I approach the desk. So uh, the the security guard who is talking with the security chief uh, stands up from the two pretty plush chairs that are in front of his desk and steps around the desk to stand at attention on the side of the security chief. Mm, it's been a while since I've had a visit from a Caloran, not since the war at least. I just extend my hand and shake it. And he extends his hand as well. I forgot that uh, Calorans were definitely separatists. Um Generally, uh, oh, yeah, no, I mean, it's it's a warm handshake. Yeah. Commander Yarick of the New Republic Intelligence. I was hoping I could have a minute of your time. Ah, anything for a Caloran. Believe it or not, I actually served with one during the Clone Wars. We're dependable. <laughs> he just closes his eyes and starts nodding. You just see him get lost in the past. <laughs> but if you don't mind, and I kind of look over to the uh, security officer in there may we speak in private anything you can say in front of me you can say in front of my men it's absolutely fine you've brought your men as well sorry so yes um well then i will continue i smirk i believe there is a security breach in your offices at that point he narrows his eyes at you and says officer if you wouldn't mind giving his two companions a brief tour of the recreation area <clears throat> yes and i look back at you too and give you a nod i'm still smiling and i go mm-hmm. <laughs> i nod i don't say mm-hmm, but yeah. <laughs> you had to vocalize the nod yeah <laughs> give it the right flavor podcasts are weird man yeah yeah i, I stand up though and i i go ahead and follow and I will go ahead and just sit uh, across from him. If there's a seat in front of his desk, I'm going to take it. Yeah, there's a couple. Apologies for the unannounced visit, but um, I fear what I have to say is far more important than following protocol. I assume so, especially since Commander Yark is a Mon Calamari. He sort of looks you back up and down and then just says, Agent Ventura? How much do you know? Uh, more than enough. When you control most of the galaxy's money, it's a good idea to know who to look out for. Well, then let me just cut to it. An Imperial saboteur team is currently on Scipio. They plan to infiltrate your headquarters and upload a virus, shutting down the banking clan for an unknown amount of time. I don't believe I need to tell you how devastating that would be. He sort of chuckles a little bit and just goes, that's, that's absurd. No, no technology like that could, has existed yet that could infect our systems. Our systems, when attacked, partition. Close off. There's no way for a total failure. That doesn't take away from the fact that there are Imperials 
on planet that I am currently hunting. Now, any bit of clearance from you would be greatly appreciated, and the New Republic would know you had a role in capturing war criminals. He uh, leans back in his chair a little bit, looks back at you, looks up at the scattergun on the wall, looks back and says, I can't give you full access, but I can give you at least a couple of security levels. Inner workings, maintenance, places like that. I mean, the IBC's secretive because it has to be. I understand, and I respect your wishes. But, while I'm here, um, the New Republic prefers to keep its um, communications encrypted. I'm sure you understand why you're in security yourself. And I'll flip open the uh, suitcase, but it's facing me so we can't see the gun in it. And I will pull out the code breaker and I will put it on um, his desk. Um, If you would let me uh, install this onto your computer. That's a pretty big case for a thumb drive. There's a gun in it and I'm just going (laughs) to flip it open and show him. He gets a big grin on his face and he shows you his like data pad like I know I love that model. There's weapon detectors on my doors. It's security. (laughs) Just as long as we understand that I will blame you for any catastrophic failures which may occur in the bank. um, I'm going to stand up and inspect your weapon for a moment and face the door. Of course. Dude knows how to drop a hint. I'm going to uh, set the the suitcase up on, or at least set it on one of the other chairs next to me, and uh, please uh, take a look. Oh, yeah. He's fitting it together in just seconds. He seems to know his way around even modern weapons. Okay. Um, Hmm. Is this man going to shoot me in the face? Oh no, he he loves that, dude. Okay. Besides, you could just grab his uh his gun off the wall, right? Yeah. Fight back. Yep. Um yeah, so I go around and I go to his uh his console and I plug the data breaker in and get to hacking. Basically what I want this to be for Chan, right? Mm-hmm is I want to see how far you take it. And I think, you know, he kind of wants to see how far you're going to take it as well. So it's a matter of how much access you want, you know, may change how he thinks about you. Mm -hmm. If he thinks you're really telling the truth or, you know, if you're taking advantage of him. I want security camera access. First and foremost, that's, that's why I'm here. Um, because I want to see who's been staking it out over the past week that we missed out on. I want to see every access to every door. Um, Just outside doors or inner doors? All of it. Like every single security camera I can sift through. That's a lot of cameras. (laughs) Do you think that's too much, Tim? No, no. I mean, th- this is absolutely your decision. I'm just letting you know that that is a big ask for the head of security of, like, the largest bank in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. All right, and there's no way how he can know what you've done 
Unless you somehow give it away by like, you know, you calm him and say, oh my god, they're in the core five's bathroom right now. Yeah, I just want, I want security camera access and um, you know what? Let me just copy his whole fucking computer. <laughs> <laughs> or I can just say that like, you know, basically once you plug it in and then you take it with you, it just leaves a program, you know, a back door mm-hmm. for whatever algorithm droid you guys decide to find. Yeah, yeah, that's the way I pictured this was that you were giving him the piece of hardware, right? Yeah. And like he was and expected to keep it plugged in. Mm-hmm. Not that I think he would necessarily, but yeah, we keep it plugged in. Um, and then we can just through our data pads, just cycle through his computer as long as it stays plugged in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. He's just going to fucking take it off, isn't he? I think he likes you. That's the thing that I don't think you're getting. I think he's a big fan. He's having fun, yeah. man. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to do a... If, you ever, if he ever finds out about how you have taken advantage of his trust, he's going to be very disappointed in you. Oh, no. An old oh, mutant man doesn't like Damn me it. as much anymore. And angry. Dang it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So how hard? No, no, no. This isn't hard. This is a totally moral thing. He's going to... Let you put it in there, and he's not going to take it out unless he feels that he has a reason to stop trusting you because he does know, you know, rebel intelligence. He has okay. to because he's part of the IBC and knows of you and probably, you know, I'm sure the IBC has dossiers on spies and assassins and anyone that they can get their hands on to protect their assets. So yeah, he knows your work. He likes Calorans. He served with one before. He trusts He also you. probably knows that uh, we have a bounty out on our head. <laughs> oh. But, I mean, someone with the resources of the IBC, he could probably find out who put the bounty on you, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I just, I plug it in. For uh, Yeah, I like the idea of not making it a challenge, but just like a moral thing and then you guys having to tiptoe around it in the future. Mm-hmm. But cool. if he ever catches wind of you guys knowing more than he thinks you should, he's probably going to pull it. Yeah. So we got to be real careful. So you plug it in, set its parameters, and then just close the run window and stand up. Mm-hmm. It's as easy as that. Yeah, you just see him just like looking down the sights of the weapon like you know towards the ground nice discipline yeah no I understand it's very user friendly yes (laughs) thank you for allowing me the pleasure of course holds it back out to you and way faster than he put it together I just disassemble it like it's muscle memory and it is your baby yeah and I slide it back into the case and uh, said, uh, thank you for your cooperation and uh, we will be in contact soon. Oh, yes. No, of course. Keep in contact. But I'm I'm telling you, our systems are very good. I don't <laughs> honestly can't see anyone able to sneak their way in. But also don't hesitate to contact us. Yes. No, no. Of course. Of course. Yeah. And you just get the vibe that he likes you, but he also thinks that you guys are overblowing something. I mean, the Empire just got defeated. 
There's no way that a sabotage team is coming in. And I will just nod and walk out of his office. And you see us doing what? Yeah, uh, what are those supers doing? <laughs> you guys are in like the little like break room sort of area. And um, Hadra, you can decide how you're uh, reacting to this. But the mune security guard is showing some mune martial arts forms with his shock baton. And just like, see like, and this is how you would disarm your opponent. And he's just like doing it to the air and just trying to impress Lash. And she's just like half asleep hand hand on like the side of her helmet just like on the countertop just like oh that's great that's really impressive wow my my arms are crossed um and you can tell like i've i've started out like nodding kind of like sarcastically but like oh yeah and that now i'm just kind of bored the mutant guard is just sweating profusely I see you guys. I kind of like I, look into the doorway, and we're good to go. Oh, thank the maker, and I'll, I'll grab a <laughs> grab Lash by the shoulder and pull that direction. Uh, what? Th- thank you. you. I I wave to the the mune guard and move on. Yeah. Mm. So as we're walking away, I'll be like, I was going to ask if you uh, found out anything important. No. Uh, other than. <laughs> how easy it'll be for the Empire to tear through the security guards when they want to come through. Yeah, I think I could take all of them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's no news. You're very talented. As were you, and I'll point at Sean. <laughs> Look at you. Lying through your pointed teeth. I learned from the best. Now if we can just teach you how to throw a punch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and I'll, I'll act like I'm pulling back the punch, but then, <laughs> then not do it and just continue <laughs> laughing with you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we just ascended to a new level of buddy cop. <laughs> so wait till I start rolling like Mel Gibson. You think you're Mel Gibson? <laughs> Good point. Colin, I don't know how to break this to you. <laughs> well, I'm no Danny Glover. Am I Joe Pesci? More of a Danny DeVito. <laughs> no, fucking Job Brown is Joe Pesci. He's Joe Pesci for sure. Yeah. I can't see myself having a boat though, so maybe I am Danny. Maybe I'm maybe I'm Murtaugh. <laughs> so yeah, I'm assuming you guys are just going to be leaving the building for right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as you get outside of the IBC building, the sun is starting to set and it gives a sort of like very pretty pink glow to the white surrounding city and there's a little bit less wind right now, less snow flurries coming down and Chan, you get a uh, comm call from Jabron. Rock two. This is a uh, rock three. Wait, am I three or four? Four. Four, that's right. Yeah, Sorry. Uh, Rock 4, uh, there's people watching the ship. People? People? Or... Like, two two humans are watching the ship right now, and I don't think they spotted me yet. Well, take care of them. All right, take them out. Alright, you got it, and then he clicks off the phone. (laughs) Look at us. Yeah. Man, I think call him back. (laughs) 
No, no, no. We we keep talking. If something terrible happens, whoever killed him will call us back. This <laughs> <laughs> is chance to really impress us. And plus, we're yeah. on the way there, right? You guys are just begging me to kill Ja, aren't you? <laughs> no. No, he needs to, you know, he needs to take a couple good beatings. And then he'll be he'll be motivated to get better. Tim, do whatever feels right. But no, I will avenge him in real life on you. (laughs) Thanks again for joining us. If you like what you heard, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to stay updated on plausible deniability, highly suspect, and bad form. Our theme song is Spliff and Wesson, by Airglow. Other music was created by Alex Kahneman of TV Magic. The Star Wars role-playing game is owned by Fantasy Flight Games and Lucas Books. Until next time, may the Force be with you. This isn't hard. This is a totally moral thing. He's going to let you put it in there, and he's not going to take it out unless he feels that he has a reason to stop trusting you.